Hey, hey guys, welcome to another episode of Blended in Business. Feliz Navidad. Da, 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 da. Feliz Navidad. Da, 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 da. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Why are we twerking today? <laughs> yeah, seriously, you should, we should definitely not be doing that. I mean, go ahead and get your Merry Christmas on. I mean, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the, absolutely the best time to be given to it. Um, I agree. That's always exciting. I that's agree. I've been, I've been um, flexing my giving muscle. Let's go. A bit more. A bit more. I'm a naturally giving person. But I think. Wait, did you say you're a naturally giving person? Yeah, like giving. Like I'm a giving person. I'll give people whatever they need like they ask type of thing okay. but to like be able to give without the ask i guess like that for me it has to be like a a movement or pull to it or like i feel like i'm told or led to like give yeah otherwise i just it doesn't like it's not on my forefront makes sense makes sense whereas for me it is yeah Louis like um, give all the time I which is great I I think, um, well, number one, you taught me one of the most important things about giving when we first met. How can we give if we're not right yet? Yes, yes. That was um, a... So that was a good learning experience. But um, outside of that, yeah, I mean, I think I got the giving thing mainly for my sister. She was a natural giver. Yeah. But um, I had a mentor, LB, who taught me um, the significance um, and actually the prosperity that you get when you give to yeah, be honest but, that is you know, true i didn't want to go too deep with let's it. get too deep i mean you know this this podcast is not about giving although we should do one like that. well we did one about giving did we? I th- well, it wasn't I specifically about giving we did one i thought we touched on it it probably wasn't specifically about giving though but anywho today's topic we are going to be chatting about having a business and also what it looks like to have a business but also have a servant heart because honestly speaking it is super super hard if you think you're going to go into business and you're not going into it with the heart of a servant yes so let's go ahead and break that down so anyway especially i mean honestly in any business but we're going to speak specifically on service-based businesses and when you are in a field where you're dealing actually any business let me Forget what I just said. Any business, when you're dealing with people in general, the purpose of your business is to solve a problem that someone's having. And in exchange, they give you money for solving said problem. So if your mindset isn't, oh, I just really want to serve these people and, you know, do what they're paying me to do with the heart of a servant, Mm -hmm. then it's just very hard to really like kind of connect. And I, for example... Um, I'll tell a quick little story. Like in our business, I remember having a staff meeting and I kind of like went in on that a little bit with our staff about how we really need to look at it as like we are, we need to have a heart of a servant in order to be able to go into these people's homes and do the work that they are paying us to do and do it properly and things like that. And I even mentioned, I'm like, Hey, you know, everyone deserves to have a clean space. So for us, they're going to pay us to do that. We need to go into these homes with the heart of a servant, knowing that, hey, I'm here. I mean, you know, as you say it out loud, it could kind of sound any type of way like, oh, I'm coming here to serve you. But yes. that's 
technically what you're doing, right? And so when you go in it with that, that heartfelt of like, I really want to solve this person's problem and give back, then it kind of just, it just, it's a different feeling. Amen to that. I agree with that 100%. Um, and also, you know, even even if if you want to um, flip it, which to be honest, it, it, it's for employees, it is a little bit challenging. Yes. For um, the business owner, it is a lot easier. To I try to trickle it. it down to them. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a lot easier because um, one of the biggest things that business owners talk about or speak about is um, how employees just don't treat the business like it's theirs. You right. Know? And you know, newsflash, it's because it's not theirs. But there is that 1%. For example, we have an employee that's been with us since 2014. At the beginning. And it was amazing how, by the way, side note, how that employee came about because we were so used to like people scheduling appointments, um, interviews, and just not showing up. And he was about five or 10 minutes late. But what happened was he actually got lost. And Tessa, was, and I was like, yo, I already left, yo, and I'm not going back. And Tessa was like, it's not going to hurt for you to go back. Go check it out. And I went back and went to Panera Bread and met with him. And wow, since 2014 till now, yes, um, he's been with us ride or die. Matter of literally. Fact, I literally earlier got a text from him because we blessed him tremendously with a crucial bonus. Um, and so, um, he was excited about that and we was excited to give it to him because he really did deserve it. Yes. But, um, you know, you will find those, those rare employees that, you know, um, will actually treat your customers like it's theirs. And a lot of that comes down to just, um, you serving them. And this is actually where that servant heart comes in because it takes um someone who um you know you have to it's like a wife you know or a husband you gotta listen to them it's a relationship put the relationship yeah you're right um yeah you you just it's 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 a lot of things that you have to um put in um even to your employees that actually trickles down to culture in your business that um trickles down to the clients. Yes. Right. Yes. And you know, culture is like super duper important to me. Very important. Yes. It is something that um, is kind of difficult to um, start though, but it is one of those things that it's, it's up there. Yes. Um, but you have to have the right employees. And I got to tell you across the board, guys, we're in 2021, the ending of 2021. And since 2020 started, so across the board, so many business owners, they have the same issues and complaints. People, it's hard to create the type of culture that you want with people who employees are just not as great as they used to be. And they're yeah. demanding more and they're more like whatever. A lot of them are probably into this whole new thing where they're changing you know, yeah, some people like. are cha- yeah, and some people are changing careers, which is great. Yes. Um, but on the flip side of it, it's like, okay, well, again, employ the- people are just built a little different <laughs> nowadays. My thought process is, of course, like we said, culture is very important, 
but you can't build the culture with the wrong people. Yes. But the thing is, the people who come in who apply for a job, yes, come into a job, and then not, you know, do their job. Correct. But then want that whole. But we still have to come in with that still that servant heart. Like that's very hard as it a is, business it owner. It's a challenging thing to do. Absolutely. And to be honest with you, um, that that is one of uh, was Tessa's biggest thing is why are we doing all of this giving these people all of that and um they're not even putting forth you know yeah just an ounce of effort yeah and um for me for me to be honest it's a lot easier you know people rag on me about kindness i'm too kind and um, (laughs) i used to to tell you i was like he's a door well yeah i called you a doormat you have called me i have called (laughs) he's the um, nice one in the relationship uh, but but I am the one who's the most strict and the one who actually can carry out decisions. That is true. Because, listen, I'll be, like, ready to fire somebody. And I'm like, but I can't fire them because I still want to save them at the end of the day. And yeah. Lou's like, yeah, it's not going to work out. No, <laughs> I am. Listen, um, uh, I think, you know, people rag on me about, side note, by the way, because, you know, I like to do that, about how. My kindness is like a weakness, but little do they know that being kind is really not a weakness. It's actually a strength. It's harder to be kind to people when you know for a fact they do not deserve kindness. That is true. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy for you to treat them how they treat you because that's how the human nature um, our spirits, you know, yeah. just are, you know what I'm saying? You treat me like this. I'm gonna treat you like this. You speak to me like this. I'm gonna speak to you like that. Right. But if you do opposite in all actuality, you know, um, it is a very good strength to actually build up. And, um, Tessa struggles with me and the relationship with employees or with people knowing that, you know, they don't deserve that type of treatment, but that's also empathy. And that's actually being a servant as well you're right you know what i'm saying and um i learned that through that having that servant's heart Mm -hmm. you know um and yeah so that yeah that's where i'm at with that what do you think (laughs) about that i mean i i do agree with you Mm -hmm. my thought process is i well, I, I mean, don't throw it out there like I'm not kind. I'm a kind person. Oh, no. Oh, well, yeah. I, but no, you, on the could, flip- be. you could, <laughs> yes. could be. You kind. could be kind. I could be kinder. Definitely. I, no, honestly, to be honest with you, you are a kind person. You're definitely, you're a genuine person. Let me change that to genuine. You're a very genuine person. Oh, thank you. Um. You're real always, you're always fired up, excited. You got a lot of energy to give, um, positiveness or positivity, which is awesome. But, um, but you, you <laughs> here comes the butt. rough around the, the edges. I am rough around but the edges. It could so. be because of your makeup. Yes. You're familiar with the Enneagram 8. That's what Tessa I'm is. I'm an eight, y'all. And, um, you know, they're going to tell you the truth and they're going to tell it to you with a little bit of, um, it's going to seem like it's anger, but it's not. It's passion. It is passion, yes. yes. So it can come off as unkind, but 
but I'm actually being very kind by telling yes, you absolutely. how I feel or whatever you actually I'll say it's usually what you asked to be unclear is to be unkind so exactly you let them know how you feel exactly respectfully yeah respectfully. yes which is which is which is fantastic it don't it, you know and, and, and to be honest with you um although that is a makeup that is an unhealthy <laughs> version you know the eight who knows that there are eight and they're working on it yeah definitely figure out a way yes. or they know when not to approach something yes but tessa's still learning that i'm working on it i'm very she aware I'm, I'm highly self-aware for sure yes, yes but yes uh i think for me as far as like the whole servant part of things and having the servant heart has really really helped me in both of our businesses like mm -hmm. even with the boutique and our other company it's just been that my thought process if i'm helping someone either if it's me helping them by taking a task off their hands or helping them by giving them advice or helping them by finding a cute dress to wear to something that they're really looking forward to all of those things like that literally like excites me i absolutely love it yes. and for me if that didn't excite me and if that wasn't part of it it would be very hard for me to run a company like we run because yeah. ultimately if it was just hey i'm money driven i don't have a servant's heart i really don't care about these people i just want to get this money it's gonna ultimately just not be a good look and it's, it, it is yeah and eventually you're gonna run into this wall of i'm not happy but yep. you're i'm frustrated i'm not satisfied with what i'm doing if you look in the mirror you're truly not serving your people like why are you doing it Amen to that. And that, and that, and I agree with that, which is one of those things that you always used to tell me, you know, um, you definitely don't like to clean, although you're fantastic at it. But one thing that you always said is you're looking for that one thing, that one reason that's going to make you Just light keep up going. Or, yeah, keep going. Or, or, or keep you motivated to clean. And that one thing was you're helping someone, you're helping a mom. Yes, helping women. Because one of your biggest thing as to even why you started La Beva is you want women to feel um feel good, seen, yeah, feel, feel good, feel empowered, you know, help women in general. Yes. I love to help me. people, but like for some reason, like I really want to help women. But go yes, ahead. yes, and 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 nothing's wrong with that. By the way, talking about this women's thing, when I first met Tessa and I moved here to the States, by the way, I moved here in 2008, if you did not know. Um, and I met Tessa, Tessa in 2012. No, 13, you didn't. It was 2013. Yeah, 2013. And I used to, she always used to have, be with this woman thing. This woman it always <laughs> used to come up. And I one day I just asked them, like, what is it with you and women and power and this and that? And then she break down how it's always been culturally here in the States. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but I can't relate because I grew up with a mom, no dad, and my whole family line, majority of, of them are women and they were all powerful. So I, I you need to chill with this whole <laughs> woman. You hear that? Because... I, I need to chill. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was and like, I still like chill. <laughs> No, she still has it. But one thing I will say is that she actually dropped the whole woman empowerment thing towards me, though, because she would every time she would bring it up. And I, and I guess that came about after she saw my family line where there was like, 
I don't know how my uncle survived this, but there's like seven sisters and one brother. Poor so she thing. Saw, you know, she saw firsthand that, and they're all doing something except for one. But anyways. Lord, I hope she don't listen to the podcast. Well, you know, she's, <laughs> and she's a perfectionist. So if she is listening. We got a whole she, episode for you, sis. Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> you and, that, and I wasn't even around like that. Oh, Goodness gracious. Um, no. With my side story, I got distracted. You see? It's see, that's what part. happens. No, what happens. responsibility is also a servant's heart. That is. You're right. Yeah. Look at you no, dialing it back. Yeah. Okay. No, what I was actually saying was was that, you know, um, uh, you know how you pretty much found that one thing to hold on to. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? To help you be motivated. So whatever right. it is, um, number one, we don't think that you should not be doing something that you absolutely hate right however um you know if whatever it is that you're doing you do should try to find that one thing that motivates you and tessa and i this is another side note we are still trying to unpack something that was laid on it on us uh i was thinking about this i was like my whole entire life i worked with my hands i have like a lot of like actual technical back like a technical background in mm-hmm. terms of work ethic right where i was you know i grew up you know from the age of nine i was working welding i did that for years then from that i went to electromechanic then i worked on that also included you know working on ac um for for cars so i was always um a person who worked with my hands right yeah and um i found it so strange how I got into the cleaning business. I was I know. trying to tell this story. That is just, it's wild. And this actually came about because it was literally laid on us through God. It, like people would say like, what made you want to start a business? And I'd be like, literally God. I like God told him, child, that's why. And then I woke up in the <laughs> middle of the night. Like I literally like just popped up. Like, you know, like one of those like, like scenes where like somebody sees the spirits and uh, like they walk like they sleep walking yeah yep and i was like oh that's strange i don't i don't know nothing about it i went back to sleep and for the first time ever i remembered that dream and i told tessa by the way fun fact the girl created the whole business structure in like under one hour true statement by the way (laughs) and uh, um and and what i what i came to realize through all that was God, it seems like, although Tessa is really not a fan of cleaning, he really just wants us to work together. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like... And I'm listening this time. <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it just seems like the bit, it always flourishes when we're together. on a curve. Uh, you know, one yeah, accord, yeah. One accord, yeah. I, I, it was, it's, you know, it's just strange. So that servant that's also being a servant. Right, you know, right. Ser- being a servant is just so much more. It goes a lot. Yeah, it goes across the board, though, too. It is. Very that unique. even includes me being having a servant heart towards you, towards our family, towards our goals, all of those things. Like it just me actually following through and having that servant heart in this business as well. Yes. Has also helped it flourish. Absolutely. Listen, I want to do, I want to give maybe 10. Um, pointers the 10 keys oh yeah for to, sure um, my servant i always love the little takeaway so you guys if you're not driving you want to take out your little notepad or what i do is i put it, notes in my phone 
And I even tell Siri, like, hey, Siri, and I'll tell them, like, to remember something, and then it'll pop up the next day. And I'm like, ooh, and then, like, anyway, that's my little nerdy moment that I just, those things I do, and it sparks joy, because I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty good. That's pretty good. Ten servant leadership characteristics, though. The first one, like we touched about, was empathy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a very important one. You need to be able to step outside your shoes and feel other people's feelings, yes. which is kind of hard. When we was moving our business and restructuring our business and um, letting go some clients, one of our clients, actually, that we let go, um, kind of funny, um, actually told Tessa, she re- she recommended a book to Tessa that we still haven't ordered or read. And what, what, what do you remember the name I of that book? I don't remember the name of the book. It's basically oh. about pleasing others yes, when uh, you're not you know, or something fulfilled other? or something like yes. that. Um, it's something that I want to get because empathy, although as important as it is, you have to be very careful with it because it is empathy is one of those things that you have to be able to have the ability to recognize and understand feelings and emotions that are experienced by their team members or others. In other words, you have to be very careful with it, but it is the number one thing. Number two thing is listening. The third thing is awareness, like Tessa and I spoke about. Yes. You know, being, you got to be aware. Um, many people in positions of power are blissfully ignorant of their shortcomings, but not the servant leader. <laughs> like blissfully <laughs> you know? ignorant. That's right. Um, number four is healing, right? Mm-hmm. Number five is capture conceptualization <laughs> oh you got the big <laughs> words the big word right there can we dial back real quick i just remembered yeah when making others happy it's making you miserable miserable why can't we speak today <laughs> i don't know i don't know but that, i do i do i need to add that book to our amazon thing so i just moved can... it to the cart you're welcome yeah, i appreciate it that was quick <laughs> number six is um persuasive number seven is stewardship i like that yeah you know a, a servant leader acts as a steward for the organizational resources so you know it goes it goes um back to um uh i guess empathy as well you know it's just serving so it's yeah. one of those things that you got to uh be able to do and that goes to clients employees i mean right. you, you can just... also you if you don't have a business yet these type of things also work towards a relationship relationships friendships your household mm-hmm. foresight everything is connected the past the present and the future servant leaders have an initiative ability to predict what is likely to happen in the future based on past and the present this foresight enables these leaders to plan ahead community building committed to growth of others which is the biggest thing because that's number 10 by the ways um i like uh, that committed to the growth of others that's very important especially when in business you're a parent it should be a little bit easier um because in what way in a as a parent you're literally committed to the growth of your children right that's like the hardest thing ever and that is the most (laughs) challenging thing yes it's like I was recently telling Tessa, I'm like, you know what? I think if somebody asked me, what's the hardest thing you done did in business? I'm like, bump that. Being a husband and 
raising kids has been the hardest thing, especially if you're in a blended family. Yes. Like us. Yes. For sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's crucial right there. But um, that committed to growth of others is one of those things that's just ridiculously um, crucial, though. Yes, but also that committed to the growth of others as in a business instance. If you are committing yourself as the business owner to your staff for the growth of them as individuals and they are just making the choice to not want to grow at some point, you can't keep pouring into people when they're literally just not taking it in at all. Yes. So don't feel like you fail. Don't feel like, well, I'm doing all these things. I have the servant heart. I'm giving as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Like what else is there to give at the end of the day? Mm -hmm. Like there's sometimes people just, you know, they don't want to hear those things. They don't want to take those things in. Some people really don't want to grow. Yeah. Some, some people, people are like that. Some people are very, they're okay with just staying still. Like what, mm-hmm. if you're not growing, you're ultimately dying. Like whatever, you're just being still. You're not looking for things to better yourself in any way whatsoever. That could mean, I mean, oh, I just drank an extra cup of water a yes. day. Like the smallest things to like make a better version of yourself. But some people have the mindset of this is just who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I can't change it. That's right. And until they get that right message, it may it may not come through you. That's right. So don't feel like you failed as a person, as a steward, as yes. a servant, mm-hmm. because that person is not taking in what you're trying to pour into them. Amen to that. But um, um, one of the things that I always do is um, I just say things and I move on. I'm not gonna try to beat it into you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Even even as a even as a parent. Right now, as a dad, if I say something and these cats out here try to argue with me, I just be like, oh, okay, and I move on. (laughs) Don't you? Little oh, okay, you in a quick second. Absolutely. And um, it's kind of strange because eventually after they finish, you know, going in circles or beating their head up on the walls, they realize, oh, huh, what you were saying made sense. Oh, (laughs) da-da. And um, and that's just how it is. And some and, and to be honest with you, some people don't even spitefully do that. You know, especially if you know, like I, I for example, as me as a husband, like you know, Tessa w- would have been saying something forever, and I didn't see it or understand it. And then when I came to understand or see her vision, I was like, oh, okay, I see where you was going with this. You know, it just takes some experiences, um, right? You know your your um your own experience is is kind of like what what helps you move forward. So you know um, helping others that's one of those things like empathy that you do not want to um, go crazy about or let people take advantage of. And um, as a matter of fact, one of my one of the best quotes that I like it's not really a quote, but it's a thing that I like to say. Um, about helping others is lit. Oh, you know what? Now I forgot what I was going to say about that. I do. It is something that I always say. Um, you I, forgot what it was? Yes. And I, I seriously, it's one, it's one of those things where I, where I'm always telling um, people. Um, oh yes. I remember now, you know, do not try to change people, change yourself. 
Mm. Dive into that. What do you mean? And I, um and to be um and to be honest with you, that's one of the th- those things that not only in business that I would take out and put back into a relationship is that so many people, so many people are focused on their employees, on their wife, on their husband, on their kids. If they would just change, I would they I would act like this and I would do this and I would be like, or you can be the change and then see if they change. Lead by I example. Mean, lead by example. You I know? feel you. Okay. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's why I'm gonna go with that one. Awesome sauce. Well, y'all, we're going to wrap this episode up, but I will say we got a lot of great feedback from our last podcast budgeting with your spouse. And of course we also dropped some gems on how to budget, even if you're single. And we got a lot of like great feedback, which we love. So continue to do that and let us know what you want us to talk about. Like there's literally no limits on topics whatsoever that's that's what we should have did in the beginning big shout out to the one person i was so shocked i was surprised i was like honey did anybody um message the blended in business page or to um, claim our giveaway no all right uh i was like did anybody message anything to get of i mean that was a pretty expensive gift if you ask me um but she was like oh no nobody did but then (laughs) Like towards like a week later, towards closer to actually it was this week, someone actually messaged and actually claimed it. And I was like, that's so strange. It took them that long to claim a hundred and forty dollar <laughs> gift. Come on. Right? Man. I would have been all over it. I'm all for a giveaway. Oh heck yeah. <laughs> yes. But that was big shout out to the person who um won that. We yes. uh, we bought it, we purchased it, we um sent it via email as a digital download and they're definitely going to enjoy that. Like I said, that's one of the biggest or the best things that Tessa and I did together. And yes. we actually taught that that class. We did. Um, yeah, we actually taught the class. And originally, I think we t- talked about this a little bit in the last episode. We taught the class because we could get it for free if we taught the class. But anyway, I'm so glad that that gift was claimed i think it was probably like a year or two ago we did a giveaway that no one claimed too i'm That's like right you guys there's free stuff but see we put it at the end that means you gotta listen to the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> so you can't be skipping through like okay i'll listen a little bit then go on to the next thing oh maybe that's what it is what we need to tell people is there will be a giveaway <laughs> yeah listen all the way through take, our money, take a listen <laughs> yes <laughs> but yeah uh but we will be doing some more giveaways and so thank you for all the new listeners. I know we got a few new listeners now and thank you for everyone that has shared. So continue to share away. Feel free to tag me on social media. And so I can know like that you're listening and that you're supporting. Like that's just the best way you can support is just share it. I mean, sharing is free and subscribing. So you'll get a little notification every time we post a new episode. So we will see you guys. We're not see. I always say see you guys and we're not seeing you i mean that would be cool to hang out that would be y'all like our virtual friends uh, <laughs> but we will chat with you guys next time would it be weird if we do like a podcast where people watch <laughs> i mean th- people do that that's just crazy right there yes all right all right peace out peace